Hello and welcome. My name is Tracy Westall and I'm the guest host for the latest podcast from Keytech Solutions, talking to fascinating people who work tirelessly to bring innovation to the rail and the transport sector. I know I'm very lucky as I've spent most of my working career in technology and digital, witnessing and often being involved in some of the most exciting technology changes that have impacted our lives. I've been involved with lots of different organisations where innovation is front and centre. LEPs, Smart City Commission, Testbeds, Incubators, DFT, all of these things meaning I've got a good insight into the importance of transport to the regional and national economy. And in the last few years, I've also been involved with the implementation of 5G technology and the possibilities that it brings to travel. So when I was asked by Keytech if I'd like to sit down with people involved in delivering innovation into the rail customer experience, well, that was a difficult offer to refuse. So here we are. Let me introduce my guests. Tulare Evans and Barry Lloyd from Transport for Wales. Morning, Tulare and Barry. Thanks for joining me here today. Would you mind introducing yourselves a little bit further and explaining what your roles at Transport for Wales involve? My name is uh, Tulare Evans and I am the Customer Information Strategy Manager at Transport for Wales. I'm the subject matter expert in customer information delivery on existing and new customer touchpoints at Transport for Wales. I think it's safe to say that I am the go-to person um, when anyone has any questions about customer information being worked in this industry for so long. Um, but yeah, I help the business um, develop, improve customer information delivery and also making sure it's in accordance with um, passengers with reduced mobility, the watch language standards, health and safety requirements, all everything basically. And also to manage um, the expectations of our stakeholders. I also represent uh, Transport for Wales at uh, Rail Delivery Group, Customer Information Group, as well as uh, Smart Information, Smarter Journeys uh, programme. That's brilliant. Thanks very much. What about you, Barry? Yeah, I'm Barry Lloyd. I'm the Head of Customer Experience and Innovation at Transport for Wales. Um, part of my role ultimately is to oversee our customer experience development and innovation strategy. Um, uh, but I also have responsibility for accessibility and inclusion, uh, as well as customer information strategies and continuous improvement. So, you know, my role is really all about uh, improving what we're doing for the customer, uh, whether that be short term, medium term, over the longer term. Uh, I have engagement at the rail delivery group uh, industry level with the customer information strategy group uh, where we look at you know longer term what can we do as an industry to improve customer information delivery for our, for our customers across across the UK that's really fantastic thank you now passenger experience as we know is one of the key metrics of success for the railway do you think there's more that could be done to improve passenger experience across the network and if so Sort of what, what sort of things have you been doing at Transport for Wales to improve the experience of passengers on its service? Yeah, I think it's probably fair to say there's an awful lot of work um, that can be done to improve customer experience, but there's an awful lot of work uh, going on at the moment to do just that. Um, you know, we're focusing in on how do we make the, um, the, the network more accessible for people who need to access it for whatever reason. 
there's a awful lot of work going on at the moment to bring in new trains across the UK, certainly for us at Transport for Wales. We've got a whole new fleet of trains coming in um, starting from this December. Uh, that the path then that continues really for the next sort of 18 to 24 months so you know the product that we offer our customers ultimately the train that they're going to get on is going to be uh, is a really important factor that can help improve their experience um, that brings additional opportunities to improve information delivery to improve the performance of the trains uh, you know the, the the newer trains are likely to have a better comfort for them uh, for our customers to engage with um, so I see that you know there's an awful lot going on at the moment that we we can do uh, and we are doing to help improve our passenger experience but information delivery is certainly one of those areas that we have a little bit more control over um, and uh, the, the good work that Teleri is doing the good work that I'm doing to try to enhance our information delivery for customers goes on a really long way uh, goes a really long way to, uh, to to improving you know day to day the information that we can give out and then ultimately the experience that our customers are going to have yeah customer experience and the information delivery, you know, it's not a um, a task you can finish and complete and say, I've done it. It always evolves, you know, after every incident or any uh, times of disruption, even after um, the most recent industrial action, we'll go back and review what we have done to see what we did well and also what we missed and how we could improve. So it's always an evolving um, a task to improve the uh, delivery of customer information. The other um, requirement we have and we'll be working on in developing and improving, which is unique to Transport for Wales, is the meeting the requirements of the British language standards, whereby all you know, customer information um, has to be provided bilingually. There's, there's an awful lot of the, uh, the sort of smaller, smaller items that we've delivered uh, that may you know, go uh, overlooked. Uh, when we talk about passenger and customer experience, you know, for example, you know, we've refurbished all of our existing fleet and we've installed uh, USB charging points in them. You know, for people on the move, that's really important for people who want to work, if customers want to charge their phones uh, and just to keep them connected. So, you know, that's really, really important for us to do the sort of smaller item things that, that go a really long way. You know, new TVMs, we've installed TVMs across our network for, to enable customers to buy tickets when there is no um, ticket office nearby or at the station that is unstaffed. They've got an ability to buy the the right ticket for the journey to take any stress out for them um there's lots of little things that we're doing that potentially wouldn't necessarily you would say this is a big big project that we've delivered but the little things add up to uh, an improving customer experience on that vein and in terms of making investments in systems that support that whole passenger um, improved experience, I think I'm right in understanding that Transport for Wales have installed Keytex passenger information system to, to improve passenger experience. Can you tell me a little bit more about that and how that fits into what you've, you've just described? Yeah, so we've installed the Keytech uh, passenger information system on our class um, Mark IV fleet. We acquired these units at the beginning of our franchise, which was coming up to four years ago, and they didn't have any PIS or any systems in place, which meant, you know, that class fleet didn't meet the PRM TSI requirements to, you know, provide information um, by form of an announcement or on a screen um, for our customers. Um, so I was part of the refurbish, uh, refurbishment program for that class fleet. Um, you know, the new fleet team uh, reached out and 
you know, got key tech um, systems installed to become compliant. And also, you know, making that first step in improving customer information delivery on our fleet. And what's great about, um, you know, this passenger information system, we've always been used to having static um, information where this is the first step to have and the ability um, to display real-time information, you know, using GPS and uh, but also um, having that information available bilingually, which we have been able to achieve in, in the previous franchise. You mentioned about um, the um, need for bilingual capability to Larry uh, earlier in the conversation. And I believe that you are the UK's first uh, sorry, first UK-based TOC, rather, to have non-biased bilingual PIS and PA. Is that is that right? And can you expand on that a little bit and tell us a little bit more? Yeah, yes, we are. We are the first um, um, train operator in the UK to have bilingual passenger information systems um, on our fleet. And I think the same is true for our customer information systems on our stations. We provide bilingual um, real-time information um, on stations and on fleet. Um, you know, as being an operator in Wales, we have to adhere to the Welsh language standards, which um, is applicable to the public sector and a number of um, individual um, sectors like utilities, telecoms, and we're the first transport operator to uh, to fall into that Welsh um, language standards. So it means that any piece of information we provide to the public has to be bilingual. And there's an expectation that our frontline staff have Welsh language skills. You know, it could be basic or it could be completely fluent. At the start of the franchise, we probably met about seventy percent of the of the requirements um, and the two, you know, customer touch points um, to become bilingual was the passenger information uh, systems on our fleet and sort of upskilling our staff um, by having, you know, the key tech PIS and this new capability. Now, you know, we are getting closer to reaching hundred percent. You know, th there's still gaps. You know, not going to be perfect, but we are getting closer to meeting full compliancy uh, for the Welsh language standards. And was was the ability to be able to have that function a key part of your decision making process, or was that something that kind of came along afterwards? No, it was part of the uh, the requirements. You know, it was a must have, not a you know nice to have. Brilliant. That's that makes so much sense, and and I suppose on that. On that point, really, in which in which other ways does the key tech system help you meet the expectations of your customers, as well as the bilingual capability uh, piece in there? Um, the new enhancement um, for for the new PIS is the ability to communicate in a real time updates. You know, is the train running on time? Is it running late? And also have that capability of displaying delay reasons, and that's in line with the industry's set delay reasons. So whatever we say or announce on the train is in line is what is communicated. You know, if you checked on your uh, app or um, displayed on a CIS screen, you know, this train was delayed due to, you know, sheep on the line. You know, it'll be the same message. And also to have that additional um, triggers in place when you know when the train's running 15 minutes late, we can automatically show and announce that the passenger is entitled to uh, delay repay 15, you know, compensation for running late. 
and there's a few other um, messages we we would like to configure in the system in the, in the near future, such as you know short platforms and request stops. That's brilliant, thank you, Barry. Just turning to you in terms of your role and and your focus around innovation, how does the key tech system support Transport for Wales's commitment to implementing innovative solutions? Yeah, you know, it absolutely really does. So, you know, we, we maintain good open relationships uh, with the suppliers and the, and the guys at KeyTech. And, uh, you know, we meet regularly to talk about uh, potential innovations that are on the horizon that we could bring in. Um, it's really important for us to make sure we have those connections with industry and have those connections with suppliers. Because uh, sometimes we just uh, we just don't know what's on the horizon, and uh, when when our colleagues that we work with and the suppliers that we trust work with come to us and talk to us about potential new things, then it's absolutely crucial for us to engage as early as we possibly can to understand what the impact's going to be on us uh, and understand ultimately what how that's going to improve what our customers are going to experience. And it's really important for me in my role to make sure we're fully abreast and we're over all options that we've got potentially to uh, to improve what we're doing. So building on that, then, I guess it's really important that you can um, have relationships with the rail supply chain partners as and, and hopefully get to see new ideas as they develop and have new and innovative ideas introduced, you know, regularly by the sounds of it. That sounds like it's quite important. Absolutely is, Tracy. Yeah, absolutely is. You know, we run a uh, innovation accelerator uh, here where we work with startups and scale ups uh, to help us come and solve some of our business problems. You know, we run two cohorts a year um, and the companies that we see come through that program are absolutely fantastic to work with. You know, they're really they're really young and immature in, in how, how long they've been formed. Uh, but that provides us with a huge opportunity for to agile working, to do things really quickly. Uh, and we do see the speed of change uh, come through and we're able to work with um, new suppliers coming into the market as well as our existing suppliers to talk about the same problems. And we talk about some existing solutions that some of our existing suppliers could have. Uh, and ultimately what we try and do as an organisation is try and find the best fit and the best value for money for us as an organisation. Uh, certainly has been a, a body of the Welsh Government. We're looking, you know, we're spending public money here. So we're really trying to make sure that we get the best value, uh, but also it's got to be the best value, but also the best offer uh, ultimately and the best experience that's going to deliver for our customers so uh, you know we continue to work with with everybody so uh, across the industry outside of the industry uh, innovators startups scale-ups you know we attend a lot of conferences and a lot of uh, a lot of these conferences now have got sort of a, a startup village that are sort of attached to them so it's really great to go and engage with with the people coming through and trying to trying to bring new fresh ideas to the industry but it's really important to work with our current suppliers as well because they're well founded uh, they understand they're often working on these innovative solutions before we potentially know we need them uh, and when you when you talk to your account managers and you talk to the guys that you, you engage with regularly that's when you start to you know really get some benefit from the relationships that you have that's really important isn't it and i guess you know thinking about how solutions work and going back to that earlier point about scoping out what you need um, sort of at the beginning of it. Um, Teleri, have you met to make any changes or adaptions to your passenger information system since you've had it installed? We haven't made any adaptions yet to the existing um, system, but I we do intend to make some changes. I touched on it briefly um, in a previous question, but, you know, one discussion or maybe two, uh, several discussions already had with Tech is how we can automate and configure 
um, an announcement or information regarding uh, short platforms. So in this scenario, when the train is approaching a, a station where the train formation is quite long and too long for the platform, uh, for the platform, um, we announce to the uh, customers to either move forward or move backwards to enable disembark. So that's one change we'd like to do for the system. Um, the other change then is regarding or around request stops. Um, again, quite unique for uh, the Wales and Borders uh, network. We have a number of stations where they're classed as uh, request stops. And these stations usually have very low footfall. Um, so, you know, if nobody wants to jump off, the train just flies through. Um, but if you do need to disembark, you know, having that prompt to go and find the conductor or just get you ready, um, that's something we want to get set up in the PIS system. There's a few other, you know, cosmetic issues that we need to address, you know, just updating the TFW brand um, and also reviewing the number of announcements and information, you know, how frequent that is and does it impact on the overall customer experience following, you know, a bit of work I've done through the Smart Information, Smarter Journeys program. Um, but yeah, that's that's the the plan for um, for us at this stage, and I'm sure there'll be many more um, change requests um, in the, in the future. So, kind of picking up on that, and then Barry thinking about innovation and sort of the futures. Really, do you think a combined system that will give consistent information across a passenger information system in a CIS would enhance the customer experience? And in the future, is that something potentially that key tech would be able to could could do? Well, yeah, absolutely. I think you know the the provision of information is is certainly up there in terms of our changes our customers want to see. Um, you know, outside of sort of punctuality and reliability, is really up there in terms of things that we've got an ability to change. So, absolutely, as an industry, I think we've you know we've got too many systems, too many applications, too many levers to pull at different times. Um, if we can make it easier for all of our colleagues uh, and our peers who work on information delivery out of our control rooms and out of our social media teams, it can only have a positive effect. It's only going to improve the speed and the delivery of information to our customers at times, potentially when you know they're in a disruptive incident and they don't really know what to do or what to do next or how quickly they're going to be moving. Um, so I think if we can enhance our ability, our speed, our confidence in using systems to deliver good customer information uh, is absolutely going to improve the customer experience. Absolutely. So building on that, how do you think passenger behaviour has changed in recent years? And what are the behavioural trends that you, trends rather that you can see on the horizon? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think certainly coming out of uh, the, the lockdowns that we've experienced during the, the, the COVID-19 uh, last few years, we've certainly seen a change in our customers' travel patterns and behaviours. Um, you know, we're, we're certainly seeing less commuters travel on our trains than previously. Uh, we're seeing more leisure travels, leather, leisure travellers go about on trains more so than they did before. Um, that brings different challenges to us as, a, as an organisation. Certainly our commuters would, would generally know where to stand on the train for the doors to open for them, for them to stand in their usual spot, for them to get off at the place they usually get off at. And any information that we deliver them 
doesn't really affect their, their travel. I know they're, they're, in the, they're in the zone, they're going their area, they know what they're doing. Uh, with leisure travel, that's very, very different. Um, you know, they are searching for information and requesting information to make sure they're on time and they're going to be able to meet the, what, what booking they've made or what their plans are, whether that be a, a theatre, a, a concert, a football match, a hotel, visiting friends, visiting family, whatever that is. They're, they're, they're more attuned to understanding the information about the journey that they're on. So it, it does enhance the uh, the ability that we need to put in place to give them the information that they need. Um, and it's it, certainly around uh, catering facilities and um, leisure and sort of um, what facilities potentially are at stations versus what they can get on the train. Do they need to bring things in advance? Um, do they need to bring refreshments and things for their children to do or for people to engage with? Is there an opportunity for them to reserve a seat versus are they going to be standing up? There's a whole host of, of differences that we've really seen now coming out of the, the lockdowns we've been in over the last few years coming in, in into now. We've certainly seen a change in um, customers wanting to interact face-to-face um they want to less so they want to be presented with information potentially on their mobile phone or uh, 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 something where they can engage with themselves and pull information themselves but they also want information to be pushed to them so it's a really changing situation here changing picture at the minute uh, that we're really trying to find our way forwards with but the change in our our market the change in our makeup of the customers that are using our services is certainly moving more towards the infrequent leisure travelers than the regular commuters that we'd seen in the, in, in the past uh, and that just brings you know brings a, a whole host of new things that we need to consider to make sure we're meeting the needs of our our customer base as it presents itself now Tulare, do you think that that therefore has mean, means that um, operators like your, yourselves are having to rethink differently or introduce or raise the standard of the customer experience in a way that maybe wouldn't have necessarily been needed to be considered before? Oh, definitely, yes. I think, especially in the last few years, we've become a bit more bolshy or a bit more upfront with our industry partners. You know, I want to have a site of your roadmap. What are you doing about this? Um, and especially, you know, when we go out to tender for new new applications, new services, the the customer experience is getting higher up on the on the on the list of priority. You know, this must serve um, this for the customer. Um, if you know the existing supplier is not out there and able to do it, you know, we've got the the benefit of having our own lab, our TFW uh, lab, where we can invite you know startups through to help solve our uh, problems with um, information delivery and other problems we'll have in the industry. It's not just uh, systems we have to consider or introduce, you know, what we're doing with, you know, our current applications and what what else we want to buy in. Um, As an industry, we are reviewing, you know, existing processes, introducing new initiatives, you know, like the customer pledges and, you know, developing our own applications that, you know, future proof that can um, carry more real time information or new pockets of information and make it a bit more future proof. You know, it's got, you know, some wiggle room to develop, to, to expand or, you know, to even shrink. And again, this is being done through the Smart Information, Smarter Journeys program where, you know, all talks, majority talks come together. We speak in all the different forums, depending what the subject matter is. We share our experiences, you know, a lot of knowledge transfer. 
And then she has become a lot more open, you know, we're, we're happy to share ideas now. So it's not just the systems, it's also, you know, how we work as a business and engaging with our, uh, you know, our neighbours, our neighbouring talks, you know, what are you doing over there? You know, have we got any experience in this? So, yeah, it is a mixture of processing, um, you know, resourcing and as well as systems. So one um, example I, I wanted to share today about, you know, the outcomes of the Smart Information and Smarter Journeys program is um, a new blueprint around onboard uh, announcements on, on trains, you know, and what we've done there, we've come together, we've compared notes, you know, what you're doing in terms of inf um, announcements. Is it too much? Is it too little? Are there any opportunities to consolidate it? And also, sort of going back to the joy uh, going back to the you know all these uh, rules and regulations you know what are the re minimum requirements for PRM TSI the Welsh language standards health and safety so the result of that we got a new blueprint and we know how to improve customer information and making it consistent across the industry not just whale specific or talk specific so I'm now going to ask both of you to get out your crystal ball and gaze really deeply and tell me what you think are the next big steps for passenger experience in rail. <laughs> so, Tilleri, would you like to go first? Yeah, I'll go. I'll have a look at my uh, crystal ball now. It's looking a bit cloudy at the moment. Um, the one thing that is quite clear is um, the demand or you know, customers are asking, you know, how busy is my train likely to be? And we are, you know, we've done the first step with that, with uh, delivering our capacity checker tool, which is um, on our website now. Um, you know, it's not, it's not just percent accurate, but it's, it's, it's a start and it helps manage customer expectations when they plan to travel, for example, between Cardiff and Manchester, which is one of our busiest routes. They can choose the day of the travel and the date of the travel and it will present back with a red, amber, green, you know, how likely it's going to be busy or is it going to be a seat available? So looking you know, a bit deep into that crystal ball, I think it's improving on the accuracy of that and sort of weaving it in as you plan your journey. You know, if you were looking on, you know, any uh, talk website, national rail inquiries, there'll be a line there say in the, in the past or this service is typically to be busy and, you know, sort of empower the customer to decide, right, do I travel earlier, later, or if they have to travel at nine o'clock in the morning, they're a bit more prepared to face the crowds, should we say? <laughs> yeah, very much so. Barry, what about you? What's your what does your crystal ball tell you? Yeah, it's a really tricky question, isn't it? Because you know, there's there's a number of things I think that it would improve our customer experience in the rail industry. Uh, the key thing I think for me is, is disruption management. Uh, how can we improve our ability to manage disruption better? Uh, whether that's some sort of prediction or, or forecasting or artificial intelligence that will help us understand, you know, potentially when trains are going to fail or when the, there's potentially going to be some disruption on the network. That's probably one thing to use some innovative solutions and some, some really different thinking uh, to help us bring about change there. But ultimately, we're not going to be able to stop all the disruption from happening. So for me, it's about improving the communication that we can push out to our customers when disruption does impact their, their, their travel plans. So improving the speed and the accuracy um, 
in terms of live information? How do we give different and better alternative options to customers to continue their journey? And how can we better predict how long the disruption is actually going to last for? So I think those areas, you know, we're not going to be able to avoid disruption completely, but I think if we can improve how we manage a disruptive incident, uh, that will go a long way to improving the customer experience, I feel. Uh, And I think then linked, not linked to that, but separate to that, there's ticketing. You know, I think there's a huge opportunity to improve the, the whole ticketing and retailing uh, and the fares that our that customers engage in and have to buy from the industry. It's a really complex uh, environment uh, that I think just needs a little bit of a an overhaul uh, and some simplification to provide a, a clearer and more understandable fares structure to the customers that, that use the trains and uh, will continue to use our services in the future. Definitely listen to both of you there. The big takeaways for me is about analytics and data and the use of information to, to kind of help with, with the whole, uh, whole customer experience. Really, really interesting. Thank you. Thank you both very much for your time. Really, really interesting conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you.